Are you tired of paying others to do what you should know how to do? Are you ready to do more and be more? Well then get ready to reclaim your independence. Reclaim the knowledge that should have been passed down to you by your father and grandfathers as it has been done for generations in this great country. Get ready to become a reclaimed American. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reclaimed American. So in this episode, we are covering the conclusion to the light kit project that I was working on. So on this one, we start off with, I had already put the piece of sheetrock to fill in the hole in the ceiling. And we have to tape it, float it, and then texture it. So to do the taping, I was using a um, fiberglass mesh tape. It's sticky on one side, um, really easy to cut with just a, a putty knife. And essentially, you just put it on there like you're putting on a piece of tape. And you want to cover the seam from the new sheetrock to the old sheetrock. And... Once you go all the way around all four sides of the of the hole, then you can come back over it and start applying the mud. And with the mud, I just use like a four inch putty knife. And essentially you get a little bit of mud on the knife and you start squeezing it into, into the cracks through the tape until it fills in the hole or the, the, the seams that are left behind after putting in the new piece of sheetrock. And as you do that, you go all the way around and then you want to kind of smooth it out a little bit, but you can't go too much because you don't want the, the texture from that fiberglass tape coming through the mud. So you want to have it a little bit thick and then you also need to spread that out over the over the new sheetrock piece to kind of float it all in. And fortunately for the project I was doing, the sheetrock is covered in what they call a knockdown texture on my ceiling. And the knockdown texture is really easy to do and it covers up a lot of imperfections. So you don't have to be completely anal about how you do it, but you do need to make it relatively close. So what I did is I, I applied enough mud to go all the way around the, the new piece of sheetrock that I put in and let it dry overnight. It does take, depending on where you're at, anywhere from four hours to probably close to 12. But just to make sure, I gave it overnight. Came back the next day, and one of the things you want to do when you're going from one coat to another is you want to sand it. But if you don't want to make a mess, you can actually get away with using a damp sponge and just go over it with the sponge. Um, it won't take off massive amounts of, of the dried mud, but it will take off the peaks, the high points. And you can make it look pretty nice really quick without creating any dust, which is super superbly um, great and sheetrock dust tends to get into and all over everything so anyway so once you get once i got that smoothed out then i had to go back over it one more time because after 
smoothing it out, I noticed there were a few spots along one of the seams where the um, or it just didn't quite match. So I put a little more mud, smoothed it out some more, or floated it out, and then I had to let that dry as well. So once that dried, came back the next day again, and I used a nine and a half inch grout um, grout float is what they call it. And basically, it's just a large flat surface that I could put a bunch of the sheetrock mud on and then just start dabbing it onto the ceiling. And what that'll do is it'll create all these little peaks or spikes and as the mud gets pressed on and then pulled away. And what you want to do is fill in your entire space with those little peaks and spikes, but you want to apply it in kind of a randomized pattern or as a former employer of mine used to call it organized chaos and so you just keep going all the way around and as you're going around on it you'll wind up um, just seeing different you know some spots will be higher some spots will be lower and that's fine then you have to give it about 10 to 15 minutes you want those the, that mud to start drying up just a little bit that way you can do what they call the knockdown portion of the texture. And to do that, you take, again, your putty knife and you just, with light pressure, just drag it across those peaks and it will knock them down. And that gives you your texture. Um, if you wanna see how that looks, of course, go to the YouTube page, find the video for episode four, and you can see it there. But uh, anyway, so, once I got the texture knocked down, then once again, had to let it dry overnight. And as you can see, when you're doing sheetrock, it can take quite a while sometimes to do these things. But anyway, so I gave it overnight to dry, came back the next morning, um, cut off the damaged section of my wiring because the whole reason any of this happened is when I took the old fixture off, the wire was dry rotted. So I cut off the bad section. I had just enough that I could pull through from the attic to make a good connection again. So I stripped the wires, got it ready for the light kit. This particular, particular light kit had a ground wire that was already connected to the frame of the light. Anytime you have that, you wanna hook that wire up first. So the green wire from the light kit goes to the bare copper wire from your wiring known as the ground and you want to connect that first and use wire nuts for this and you just put the two wires together press the wire nut onto them and then you screw them to tighten them once you get that tight then you want to give a little tug on it make sure the wire doesn't pull out from the wire nut now once this happens because that ground is hard mounted typically to your light kit you can let go of the kit and it will hang there with no problems. Then you get the white wires, those are your neutrals, press them together, maybe give them a little twist depending on how, how your wire is, but ultimately get both of them inside of the wire nut, tighten those down, and then finally get the black wires. Do the same with those. Now again, make sure your power is turned off when you're doing this, because once you grab that black wire, if it's not turned off, you'll know real quick. Um, but anyway, so once you get that tightened up, 
Then you can push your wires back up into that little box in the ceiling. And you should have two screws mount or screwed into that box that stick out the bottom. That's what your light kit hangs from, more or less. And there'll be little holes in the in the kit that line up with those screws coming out of the box. And you'll put the kit up, rotate it, usually about not even 90 degrees, like just a little bit to, to the left or to the right. And it'll kind of lock the kit in place. And then you can tighten those screws up just a little bit more. And that will make it firm or a snug fit to the ceiling. At this point, you turn the light on. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then you need to figure out why. And that's another subject for another time. But in this case, my light turned on. I was happy. Um, I went ahead and turned it back off. Otherwise, I would be blind. And then... Uh, I went ahead and put the cover on, turned it on one more time just to test it, and that was it. That was it. We finally wrapped up the the light kit project, and uh, next time I think I'm going to move on to something different, uh, something a little non-household repair related, just to change things up a little bit. But uh, anyways, thanks for stopping by. Don't forget if... Uh, if you want to keep up with me and what I'm doing, then just look for me on Instagram and Facebook at Reclaimed American. If you're wanting to find me on YouTube, also search for Reclaimed American. Uh, all this info should also be in the show notes, so by all means, go there and look me up that way. But for now, that's it. I'm done, and I will see you all next time.